Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. A pair of hop-alongs. Happy Wednesday, everybody. It's like the Friday of a holiday week. Who's there? This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hey guys. Ooh, okay, put your pants back on. Not for this segment. Not. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. We don't want to do That's that. That's nasty. Mm-hmm. It is nasty. We got to get the Cobra Gang together. Let's do it. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. We're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crimes, we've got the time. We're the Cobra Gang. That's nasty. Mm. We got to get real nasty, kids. Um, but actually, I'm excited to talk about this nasty story, mostly okay. because. We haven't discussed Kevin Spacey and his perv patrol lately. Um, you'll remember Kevin Spacey with no Kevin Spacey was roundly. <laughs> that's a okay. Yes. Kevin Spacey. I'm going to stay on track. Focus. 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 Uh, okay. Keep going, America. I would just like to take this moment to tell you that I tried really hard to focus. It's 12.05. It's 12.05, and Colleen has changed her virtual background. She found a new toy. Yes, I'm excited. So, it's not my fault that I'm not focused. Okay, it's anyway. It's actually your fault. <laughs> so, I'm going to refocus, and okay. don't you dare... I won't. Can I'm you... not going to touch anything. Okay, you promise? I promise. Okay, because Kevin Spacey is in headlines, and actually... I'm said I'm excited to talk about Kevin Spacey because we haven't heard from him lately and he's kind of, you know, he's become this persona non grata because of all these sexual assault allegations and mischief, various mischief. There were court cases, criminal. Well, then there were, uh, there was a court case, a lawsuit brought against Kevin Spacey that you probably have since forgotten because it feels like 5,000 years ago, but it was just in September of this year that we learned that none other than Kevin Spacey was being sued in civil court by uh, an actor named Anthony Rapp, who mm-hmm. you might know from uh, TV's Star Wars Discovery mm-hmm. and others. What else was he in? He was in well, he's big. been in Rent. He's yeah, been Rent. in. Um, yeah, yeah. He was in uh, Adventures in Babysitting. He's he's been around for a hot second. He and another anonymous person that Anthony Rapp says he doesn't know um, had very similar experiences with Kevin Spacey. In the 1980s, uh, I believe, when um, he was just 14 years old. And I believe the other person in this lawsuit was also about the same age. So that happened back in September. You might have forgotten it, but now we're remembering it because OK, the tabloid, that's their name, OK Magazine, got their hands on the response fil- filed in court by 
Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. So responding officially to those allegations are a bunch of bigger and all. Um, you'll remember that uh, Kevin Spacey denied sexually assaulting a then underage Anthony Rapp. Um, but now we see that in writing in papers obtained by OK, which I love. It has an exclamation point. Like it's happy so that it's to, OK. OK. <laughs> Not like amazing, but just OK. Um, anyway, this this is why the story is interesting. So you say, well, this uh, OK, big deal. Kevin Spacey continues to say and the does so officially now through legal documentation that he is not guilty of the charges that have been lobbed against him in a civil court case, which presumably is going to make a bunch of money. Also, put a pin in, because I know you have this question in your head, how can they sue Kevin Spacey in 2020 for something that happened back in the 1980s? Yeah. Okay, do you want me to stick a pin in that, or can we answer that Just now? let's answer okay. it. Okay. Did they change the statute of limitations? They did. Thank you for asking. And that's why this lawsuit was possible, because New York changed their uh, law such that as long as you, the victim of sexual assault, are under the age of 55, you can bring Mm. those allegations, whether they're a bunch of beta and all or not. Um, you can bring them in a court of law up until you're 55 years old. I have another question, and mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but I, I feel like I have to ask it because I can't be the only one that has it. Yeah. You said that it's Anthony Rapp and another person uh-huh. who Anthony Rapp doesn't know. <laughs> so how, like, you might, not, you might not have an answer to this, but how does that work? That, That's a good question, that Colleen. That he somehow has, you know, circled the wagons with somebody who he doesn't know and still, after filing this complaint, still doesn't know. Or starting That's, this suit. That is a very good question. Okay. That's fine if we don't know it. No, we don't answer. know the answer. Okay, cool. And I was just looking through the original New York Times story because uh, I wanted to refresh my memories. Uh, because I, too, had that very same question. And I, for the life of me, can't figure out. I, one would assume that an attorney representing the individual mm-hmm. anonymously... Um, either the attorney was representing this anonymous person... Then was reached out to reached out to Anthony, Anthony Rapp, Rapp because of yeah. his allegations, or vice versa. Sure, Anthony Rapp had this attorney, and then this other person saw it and said, "Ah, I'm going to contact this attorney." That makes sense, presumably. But I I can say that Anthony Rapp claims uh, that the two did not know each other, nor does that person claim they're they're just known as a person uh, named C or by the initials C D. Anyway, so if you're just joining us. Kevin Spacey, through his attorney, has responded to sexual assault charges of an underage individual and actually two underage individuals. Now, that's 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 pro forma. That happens. Somebody brings a case against you against you. You get to respond. What's interesting about this case, I believe, is that it tells us something about Kevin Spacey. Oh, oh, good. Okay, so. What did he say? Well, it tells us to answer the question. Okay, sorry. No, 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 it's fine. I just want to make sure I answer my question before I go into another conversation. The interesting thing is the documents that were released, and you can read them online, this document response, defendant Kevin Spacey Fowler. By the way, do we know that his last name's Fowler? I did not know that. And they refer to him in the documents uh, henceforth. As Mr. Fowler. Well, I think that's appropriate because he's foul. Okay. 
All Although right. it is spelled like a chicken. You don't get much fouler than him. Okay. But he is kind of a chicken. Yeah, it's true. Because uh, he's been in hiding. Actually, he's been living in uh, London. Anyway, um, allegedly, supposedly. So he denies each allegation in the documents, which you can read online. They're literally all there for your perusal, courtesy of OK Magazine. Remember, OK Magazine says they got these documents uh, under the cover of night. They were obtained. And then you can read the full series of documents and they say among other things that he denies each allegation characteristic uh characterization of the complaint blah blah blue legal words legal words i can go through them and maybe in a little bit we can dig deeper into what they actually claim and what he actually denies but it's so obvious colleen that uh kevin spacey is using the tablards to launch Mm -hmm. a counter narrative campaign Mm -hmm. Because ultimately, Kevin Spacey is trying to do something here. And I wonder what he's trying to do. Hmm. Well, let's remember what Kevin Spacey's been trying to do through every one of these cases and in every one of these instances where he has been called out publicly for heinous behavior. I mean, he he, he, want, he lies. Well, yes. He, uh, well. Okay, sorry. We're not allegedly, the judge and the jury. Allegedly. But if you... Basically, he is waging a publicity campaign yeah. to rehabilitate his, his own image. His own image. Right. So there ain't nothing exclusive about OK Magazine. They just got a brief he probably from handed the attorney. The br- he probably handed them the it's brief. It's literally the documents, you yeah. fools. So I'm just saying, like, like OK Magazine just happened to be like, oh, I'm walking down the street to do what's this? Oh, look. Yeah. No. Yeah, you know they good and well. If because if it came from email OK Magazine. If these documents came in the form of uh, Kevin Spacey's response, which was to deny any of these allegations, you know good and well it came from Kevin Spacey and his camp. Yeah. And like you said, we've been... Do you remember when he released that video of him in a kitchen? Mm. And he was... Do you remember this? Yes. And he did it as his character of Frank... Underwood. Right, yeah. Frank Underwood from uh, House of Cards. Mm Mm-hmm. It was the most awkward. It was like he was trying to say, "Hey guys, look at me. I still act." And then, he, and then he acted like he was going to come back more. And then we didn't see him again. Most certainly. And isn't he married to a Boy Scout? Oh, that was uh, that was the rumor. Not yeah. married. I don't think was he married? Engaged. Remember, we saw him with a bike, and he had a ring on his ring. Oh, finger. that's right. Yeah, because he was in some European city. Yeah. With a Boy Scout. Yeah. Which was delightful because that does not paint a picture mm-hmm. that we um, mm-hmm. need right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I am so fascinated by the story because not because, um, okay, well, sure, I'm a human and I love drama, other people's drama. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I love other people's drama. And frankly, it's. You know. Okay, so I just need everybody <laughs> to know we had a little uh, hiccup in our regular situation here on the Colleen and Bradley show. We usually hang out on Google Hangouts. They've now changed. They've their technology. decided to change their technology to Google Meets, which is fine, except for that they have backgrounds, and now we're distracted. And by the way, Google Meets is not like a butcher shop. <laughs> Although I wish there were such a thing. 
That would be great. So unfortunately, we are now entertaining each other. We're 12. And it's like a Friday and we are it's we have issues. But really quickly, I just wanted mm-hmm. to, because uh, people were listening and then I trailed off into nonsense land. What I was trying to say is that I'm not only interested because, yes, yeah, sure, I love drama and tabloid gossip. I'm not going to pretend like I don't or I wouldn't be working for this station for almost 10 years talking about this crap three hours every single day. And, and it's... And loving every minute and, of it. Yeah, like I couldn't pretend that. But... But, maybe not every minute, most of the minutes, mm-hmm. but the moral of the story is the thing that I also find that my like brain actually finds interesting is what does a, um, how does a celebrity make a comeback from this kind of, this kind of, you know, character assassination, whether it's justified or not. And I think what we are seeing is that, um, that Kevin Spacey really truly is trying to rehabilitate his career. And it wouldn't surprise me that if within, you know, once this lawsuit goes away, because yeah. who knows if they'll be successful. If, if like the Johnny Depp case, or not if, when like the Johnny Depp case, there is a result yep. in this lawsuit, mm-hmm. that will have an, a consequence. And if he is found, uh, or if those allegations are just a bunch of bitter and all, as found by uh, a court, um, whether with a jury or not, um, that'll have an impact on his career. Like right. a literal, it, you know, if he's found guilty, sure, that will negatively impact his career. But I tend to think probably it's going to be a high bar to prove those allegations because right. they happened back in the early 1980s. And even though you changed the statute of limitations, like that's a, a really high bar, right. whether it's right or wrong. So I wouldn't be surprised if the case goes south for Anthony Rapp and the other gentleman that, you know, uh, Kevin Spacey will be back in a Netflix series at some point and, in the very near future. And we're going to see him doing the work. Just mark our words. We'll see him yeah. doing all the the gymnastics to make that happen. Well, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts is not only going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood, but we are going to be announcing a live for free name. We are going to give you the opportunity to win $100 and be entered to win $10,000. Listen up for your name. If it is your name, you need to call us back in 10 minutes. We'll do that after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly Roberts is here, and she's got all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. However, we have something to do before that. Dude, 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 it sucks this year. It does suck this year. And it's time for us to announce a live for free name. It has been a tough year, and we want you to live for free for the rest of 2020. So... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
Terry Galbranson. Galbranson. Woohoo! Uh, that's this hour's name. Terry, give us a call back at 651-641-1071 in the next 10 minutes. And if you do, Terry Gulbrinson, you will win $100 and you will be entered to win the grand prize of $10,000. Do it, Terry. Woo! Come on, girl. Come on, if you know Terry. that Terry, you make her very happy. There you go. And make her call in. All right. So now let's get to some of that dirt uh, while we watch the phones. Wonderful. We're going to multitask here. Now we're going to start with a sad story that's making headlines this afternoon. Meghan Markle revealing in a new New York Times op-ed piece that she suffered a miscarriage over the summer. Mm. And in this op-ed, she's calling on people to be more empathetic with one another to combat what she's calling, quote, the danger of siloed living. What is that? Well, I think just being separate from each other and not compassionate. Please discuss amongst yourselves. Okay, I have to answer the phone. Okay. You know, I, I, I feel like I always say this, but but I really, it, it is true. Whenever... Uh, Never mind false alarm. Okay, here. fine. Whenever somebody, um, like in a high profile position, shares an experience like that, um, I, I applaud it because we're taught to not talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important um, to share so that people know how unfortunately common that is Mm -hmm. and also to remember that while you're watching somebody's life happen you don't know what kind of grief or trauma they're dealing with at any given time oh yeah yeah. and whatever their public persona is that's not a reflection of their private actual lived Mm -hmm. persona exactly right now Meghan markle points to the fact that her husband prince harry held her hand and just asked simply, are you okay? Mm. And she said that that was really important to her and that these conversations can sometimes start with just simple, are you okay? Mm-hmm. You know, asking. And she does go back to the journalist who asked her that uh, last year. Was it just last oh, year? Yeah. Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> yeah. Was it just last this year? This year has been a decade. It sure has. Mm-hmm. So it was just last <laughs> year when Meghan and Harry did their television special on the, about their tour of Africa when a journalist asked her if she was okay. And then she got emotional in the moment because she was like, well, nobody really asked me that. Right. So, and she said her off-the-cuff reply seemed to give permission to people to speak their truth, but it wasn't responding honestly that helped me the most. It was the question itself. Oh, that's actually really beautifully put. Yeah, yeah, beautifully put. You can read the entire op-ed in the New York Times this afternoon. Uh, we're going to shift gears here. Just want to bring up this Petty Corner story that we talked yes. about. I don't even know if it was last year. Gosh, God, I don't know where we are in space no, and time. time is made up. Don't worry about it. Okay, wonderful. Because Jillian Michaels is detailing her thoughts on the keto diet once again. No. no oh my gosh, Jillian. woman, stop it. I love Jillian Michaels, but she needs to know that's not we don't who asked? What? <laughs> who 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 do I need to have a conversation with? Well, Jillian Michaels, she's doing an interview on a new podcast and she brought back the keto diet. Oh, she doesn't okay. like the keto diet and she also Oh, she doesn't like it. Oh, oh no. Good. No, remember she got in an argument with Al Roker. Oh, that's oh, right. About oh god. Oh yes. god. Oh guys. god. Here for you with the you memories. Guys, you guys. What? I just did a thing. What? I thought you were talking about Jillian Anderson. <laughs> And I was like, why is she From the doing crown? That? Yes. I was like, I don't want to hear about this right now. I want to hear about how you got into character. 
I was really, really. Oh my gosh. That's why I was shocked at this. (laughs) Yeah, when you said I love Jillian Michaels, I was like, since when? All right. Now, here, before I take a break here and answer the phone, she wanted to reignite the debate between herself, Al Roker, and Andy Cohen. Oh, for goodness sake. You know, this is uh, an episode of somebody trying real hard to continue to be relevant and insert Mm -hmm. herself into the conversation. Uh, we're all trying, man. I get it. We're, it's desperate times, man. Desperate times, desperate measures. Yeah. And she was bummed that they didn't want to debate with her the uh, <laughs> efficacy of a, of a keto diet. Oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, the only thing... Um, I think Al Roker's a little busy right now, you know, oh, dealing with yeah, his own Yeah, maybe we're not bringing up the, like, let's have reasons to poke at Al Roker, you know? Don't poke Roker. <laughs> Yeah, don't, hot poker the roker. Don't. Okay, I don't know if I can say that or not. Okay, let's just not then. Let's err on the side of caution. Yay! You got to know when to roker. Okay. No when. To I don't roker. even know her. <laughs> Anything else there? I mean, I don't know. Truth? I feel like we we owe Al Roker an apology. Uh, so. My apologies yeah. to Al Roker. Yeah, but thank you for bringing us such memorable moments of joy, Al mm. Roker. I mean, you, he really has. He if really, you only yeah. knew the amount of it's laughter true. we've gotten at. <laughs> Al Roker's expense mm-hmm. over the years. But not right now. Uh, let's no. uh, stay in the world of daytime television and let's go over to CBS. Over at The Talk, apparently there's a lot of drama because The Talk's ratings have sunk against their rival, The View. Insiders say that producers and network executives at CBS are panicking after The Talk's ratings have dropped with an insider telling Page Six, The View has been growing at a huge rate during the lockdown and The Talk is literally the lowest rated show in the whole CBS Ugh. lineup. It's so- it's so interesting to me, like the very small audiences daytime television actually gets, if you look at the numbers. Right. Uh, well, especially right now. I'm like, what? Because so many people are, I know my husband has the television on when he's working now because he's at home. Keeps him company. Right. You'd think that like some ratings would be up, but oh, people sure. must be, you know, ignoring actual broadcast television in favor of, you know, True. their streaming stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holly, thank you for that dirt alert. Thanks, Holly. Uh, hey, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize on My Talk 1071. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 right here on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Oh, before we get to that. Oh, somebody won $100. Yes, $100. Terry's here. Congratulations, Terry. Hi, Terry. Thank you. Good job getting in right under the wire. Congratulations. You've won $100. And awesome. you have been entered to win $10,000. So cool. So if you win that $10,000, Terry, what do you think you're going to do with it? Uh, probably take a vacation. Ooh, where are you going to go? My kids want to go back to Disney World. Oh, that's perfect. Well, you will have, if if you do indeed win, you will have a lovely trip. Uh, that is a great amount of money to get you everywhere you want to be in Disney World. So congratulations on winning $100 and good luck Congrats, to you. Terry. Thank you. Thank you, Terry. All right, now it is time for us to play the 30-second pop culture challenge.
today, Holly. Who's on the phone today, Holly? It's Gretchen. We've got Gretchen on the line, and what is Gretchen playing for? Gretchen is playing for this. A My Talk 1071 t-shirt. I... Gretchen, are you ready to play the 30-second <laughs> pop culture challenge? I am ready. All right. Timer will begin after I ask the first question, and here we go. Fran Drescher starred in what 90s sitcom? The nanny. The Corleone family is at the center of what film series? Godfather. Kit is the name of the car from what TV show? That car show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, next question. Launchpad is a character on what Disney cartoon show? Uh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Nope. Skip. Mm. Kendra, Holly, Bridget were the main stars of what early aughts reality show? That Playboy show! Yes, but not really. That's not what they called it. Gretchen, I'm so sorry you did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge today. However, you will have an opportunity to play it again next week because we do it every day on the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, Let's get to the questions Gretchen did not get correct. Okay. Of the questions that Gretchen did not get correct, the following is the first. Kit is the name of the car from what television show? Knight Rider. Knight Rider. Launchpad is a character on what Disney cartoon show? DuckTales. Woo! Yes. And then Kendra Holly and Brigitte Bridget were the main stars of what aughts reality show? That's the girls next door. Somebody, I heard somebody describe the aughts recently as the aughties. Okay. Like the 90s, no, the 80s, not, we're the aughties. We're not doing that. Although, actually, it kind of makes sense. The naughty aughties. The naughty aughties. Now that we've answered all of those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items, which Holly has brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Celebrity gossip mysteries to solve this afternoon. Colleen and Bradley, try this one on for size. Okay. Uh, after we didn't read the blind item that I'm alluding to right now, but after NT Lawyer's blind item yesterday morning and what the badly spelled end of the week singer said last night, it also turns out that several other artists were moved from categories where they could have done well into other categories where they didn't even get a nomination. At this point, there is no faith in the organization or the awards. Okay, so the scammies. The weekend talking about the scammies. The Grammys. Dirty, oh, oh, oh that was, are we sorry. cheating? I wish we were. Well, the Who Grammys are. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> sorry, that was my um, a, a digital error. It happens. It happens. But let me fill in the blank for you. So, NT Lawyer's blind item yesterday uh, alluded to the weekend not getting nominated for Grammys because of some mm, Hollywood accounting on the Grammys part and also what he said. So it also turns out several other artists were moved from categories at the Grammys where they would have done well into other categories where they didn't even get a nomination. So at this point, there's no faith in the Recording Academy or the Grammy Awards. Um, I saw a headline today about Justin Bieber complaining about being put in the pop category versus I think the hip hop category 
either way, there was complaining about the category that he was in. Yeah. And so I think a lot of artists are going to appeal. I have a friend who's obsessed with our good friend, Kim, by the way. Oh, I'm calling her oh. out on, pur- on purpose. Oh, I know. Hope she's Kim. listening. I know. She, um, she's been really heavily posting she about. She loves BTS. Yeah. And she was very offended that they were nominated as best duo or group, uh, whatever that category is. And I'm like, I don't know why, but apparently there's a reason to be offended about that. So she's offended. Just yeah. want to. I mean, I would be offended if they were nominated for best duo because there's like 40 of them. Can yeah. I also just point out that um, I'm also going to call her out and I hope she's listening. She has been lobbying me for months to get BTS into our um rotation (laughs) and i was like girl i don't have any control over that whatsoever like the music we come back from break bumper music Mm -hmm. i'm like that's up to bts man they got to be like in the top 10 and so anytime they're in the top 10 she'll like send me a screenshot oh my gosh (laughs) and i'm like i don't have control she's listening i'm getting texts i'm probably in trouble so i'll show you we love you kim yes uh so the weekend so the headline about the weekend was that yesterday he was blasting the corrupt Grammy Awards after being shut out. He said, you owe me, my fans, and the industry transparency. Because it was kind of shocking that The weekend, one of the biggest musical acts going right now, was completely shut out of the Grammys. Meanwhile, the most nominated artist at the Grammys this year was Beyonce. And that doesn't, it's not saying anything about her musical talents. It's just that she was, did one song and did some features on some others. So she wasn't really like, she didn't put out an album this year. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. It just shows the sort of arbitrariness uh, of award shows, right? Oh, yeah, right. They're fake. I, as I've said in the past, all awards are fake awards. Yeah. Except for the just... one that you won. No, even that one, I pretty much thought oh, that was come fake. Come on, too. that's not fake. You're right, you're right. The one that we no, want is I not think, fake. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't say they're fake, but what I would say is they're completely fabricated in the sense that it's arbitrary. They're made right? up. Like, yeah. Yeah. like somebody got together and decided, and they. I'm not saying they don't follow rules. Like People take the Academy Awards very seriously, and a lot of money is made and lost based on Academy Awards. So it's like a real thing. The problem is, in moments like this, it's it the arb- arbitrariness. What is the noun? Because that's just not a fun noun to say. Mm. The just complete... Arbitrarosity? Um, yes, nice. That's a much better word. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, um, and if you look at the history, so I'm going to say, for example, for the Oscars, the history of the Oscars, there were some very mm, pragmatic reasons about why the Oscars exist, mm. and they're rooted in things that aren't particularly uh, joyful. It was more about control of mm. artists let's just leave it it's at much that. more about oh, the industry yeah. right and it's that's the not industry. that's not alone i mean the academy awards are not alone in that they were the first i presume yes um and so everybody just kind of stole that idea from them right um yeah okay sorry okay, okay. Yeah. yeah all right in i mean closing I, in closing we understand in closing i'm going to tweet out an article from vanity fair in 2014 that will give you some insight on into why the oscars were even created in the first place mm. okay bye moving on the another celebrity gossip mystery the now former 
A-minus list reality star with a side gig should just have stayed quiet. Instead, now everyone knows it's true about being quote-unquote sold out. It's the same trick every former waist trainer T Instagram model does now. Have tens of something and then scream it sold out to drive demand. Ooh. Former A-minus list reality star with a side gig. Is that like a Courtney? Is it a Kardashian? Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Ish. Are they adjacent? Well, they're more like a Jenner. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so it's, it's Kylie. Kylie. Yeah, she's the original. She's the OG tummy tea, right? Um, Wasn't she a tummy tea? I don't know if she was a tummy tea. Chloe is definitely a tummy tea person at one time. Oh yeah, but let me fill in the blank. So Kylie Jenner just should have stayed quiet. Instead, apparently now everyone knows it's true about being quote unquote sold out. It's the same trick every former waist trainer T Instagram model does now: have tens of something and then scream it sold out due to drive demand. So keep supply low; that it will sell out fast. So then you're driving sales. Apparently, this is her tactic with her new Kylie and the Grinch collaboration. Yeah. That's this a is, thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we are oh. sold out on the entire Grinch collection. Wow, 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 wow. That's what she, that's what she, <laughs> she wrote. She goes, wow, 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 wow. Wow, I love you guys so much. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for always supporting me. This is my fifth holiday collection. Ah, I'm so sorry to those who missed out. So this is, she's been pushing this thing hard. Like this is, she bought uh, matching Grinch jammies for her and Stormy. And they did like a little baking show thing. And I have to tell you guys, I watched her video of the two of them baking cookies. Well, and cute. OMG, that child is so stinking cute she's so adorable and polite and adorably polite i don't know how i feel about this sexy grinch makeup okay thank you and then and then you're like here's what i'm gonna get my child for christmas sexy grinch makeup and then you sit with that like she's using her adorable very adorably polite child to help push her sexy grinch line well also look at so go to the Go to the Grinch stole her cosmetic line um, website. It's just Kylie Cosmetic. Blah, blah, blah. Google it. But if you hover over like the each individual item that's sold out, by the way, um, there's a picture. There's like sexy Grinch picture of her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm like, when are you pulling out that look? <laughs> For all your holiday oh, parties. Oh. Yeah, it's yeah. 
And it is oh all sold gosh, out, by the way. these things are expensive. $185, girl. Negative. No. Never. Or two, Never. I'm sorry. The complete Grinch collection is $265. Ugh. The favorite bundle is $135. The lip gloss alone, two <sighs> things of lip gloss, $32. Now, women would probably say to me, and you two are women, so feel free. Oh, um, thank you. <laughs> um <laughs> I'm just saying, I <laughs> rather than calling out actual women, you're right there. We're right here. Um, maybe that's normal to spend a lot of money on a small tube of lip gloss, but that's crazy. Mm, I willing, don't know. I'm willing to spend a decent amount of money on cosmetics. Kylie Cosmetics is not something that I would spend the money because on. Because it's not decent. Right. Oh I my mean, God. Also, the $375 Kylie and the Grinch signed PR box. No. no. Oh, geez. Would you look at the time? When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we got to check in with Farah Abraham um, because we haven't checked in on her in a while and somebody needs to check on, in on her and her child. After this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. What up, kiddos? Hey, how's it going? Not, not that bad, really. Great. Awesome. Why don't we talk about Farrah Abraham? Yes. Can we, um, do, where's our Farrah Abraham segment? <laughs> we, don't ha- we don't have that. Sure. Okay, that'll work. She is toxic. Um, so here's the thing. Fair Abraham, there it is. I had posted the wrong article, article. long story, technical difficulties. But Fair Abraham, you know, she, she is so many things to the world. But most recently, and I wanted to share this fine thing with you, she has, she basically has my philosophy in life. Like, if you don't parent your children correctly... I'll tell you how to do it myself, right? You know, that has been really successful for me. What you have said is, don't make me have children to show you how to do it. Yeah. But Vera Abraham actually did have a kid and is showing us how to do it. And now she's telling everybody else how to do it. And I thought, as a parent, Colleen, you would love to hear Fair Abraham tell you how to be a parent. So brace yourself. Can't wait. Because apparently, according to HollywoodGossip.com, she has some really good advice. (laughs) Okay, what is Maybe that? I don't think she has good advice. Anyway, she. Um, I, I want to let you know that she characterizes herself as an ambassador for um, children around the world. What? Um, she says, quote, it takes a world to end violence against children. Okay, I mean, All that's right. not, not true. She then claims that she is the ideal candidate uh, in a recent video for... to bring up this topic. Oh, okay. I thought she was running for office. I was real nervous. Oh, God. Oh, no. Not yet. But I wouldn't be surprised, actually. I could see this. Um, But she goes on uh, to talk about the fact that she says people constantly ask her for parenting advice. And so um, she is just going to oblige. Right? Because, you know, people have been asking for it. She says that, like, for the last eight months or so, a lot of families have been cooped up together as a result of COVID-19. And she totally gets that. Um, But she wants you to know that that can cause a lot of frustration. And you have and your children have a lot of emotional needs. Quote, when you get frustrated and you're forced to spend more time with family than you're used to, you just need to dig within yourself 
And take a moment to ask yourself, self, what do I need? And then she talks about the importance. Are you putting up a middle finger? No, I'm like trying to get in my Farrah Abraham space. So, um, where I try to understand what she's saying, I should probably just do this in fair Abrahamese, which is uh, fairies, fairies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the key here is self care because it can be a building block not only for you and your happiness, but for the well being of your children. I really learned that there are these just difficult times, and no matter what's going on, it's vital to like keep my cool when it comes to my kids. I don't need to be a big baby, and neither should you. So she says, Colleen, that you, as a that parent... That I'm being a big baby? Basically. <laughs> that you need to be on the lookout for stressors that might alter your mood. Who wrote this for her? Because this does not sound like Farah. Well, I think parents, you ruin your respect, you ruin your love and your kindness with your children when you get abusive, when you get well, violent. Yep. So don't get violent. Oh my gosh. Uh, because violence spans many generations, and you may not understand that you're continuing a cycle of abuse. <laughs> I can't say this with a straight face because you know she is just like she read an article. Yes. And she's regurgitating what she understood of it, yep. which was nothing. Yep. Exactly. Um, she does talk about how your all your children are different. Oh, she's so you she's, need I'm sorry. You need different communication strategies she for your has, kids. She barely has one child. No, what I'm saying is she has one child. She barely parents that child. Yes, that's absolutely true. And so I, 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 I'm struggling here you, right now. You have to take into account, Colleen, that what your children's needs are, they're different. So one child may be this way and another child may be that way. Yep. <laughs> Also, I, you know, if, if your child doesn't perform well on a test, I don't need to hit my child over a test or literally anything ever. I don't need to cuss or yell or anything else over a test or homework. Okay. Why is she saying all of this? Like, this is like novel. This is like, I think somebody standard, but I think not hitting your children. (laughs) Like, that's what I'm having a hard time with. Well, it's also like me showing up and going, okay, class, I'm going to teach, I'm going to do a Zoom today on parenting. Okay, here's what I want you to know. First of all, so don't hit your kids, because violence is never a good answer. And then there's like people in the audience going, oh, okay. Don't hit. Don't hit children. Wow, that's so genius. No, I think honestly what this is, is an attempt by Fair Abraham to do what she has done repeatedly in the past. Which is obvious because if it was repeatedly in the future, it wouldn't have happened yet. So, but she probably will try it repeatedly in the future. Suddenly, I find myself sounding like Barry Abraham. Is she's trying to be an expert at something, quote unquote? Because like she likes to do all the things, right? Right. right. Like she's she's like be- I have a platform. I'm gonna write a book. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna run a business. I'm gonna teach children and parents oh. and maps. You guys don't listen to Farah Abraham. (laughs) Para. (laughs) Don't listen to her. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, are you doing anything unique this Thanksgiving to make it special? 651-641-107. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. 
So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.